Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline, Mary Kay Cabot, who covers the Browns for the Plain Dealer in Cleveland.com. Good morning, Mary Kay. Hi, Mary Kay. Good morning. How are you? We are well. We're better than Mike Prefer. The Browns announced today they have uh, ended the relationship there with Mike Prefer. Are you surprised that it's ended? Are you surprised at the timing? You know what? Not completely surprised. Um, He really did think that he probably was going to be back. But, uh, you know, in all my dealings, I, I kept sort of being steered away from really definitively saying, hey, Mike Prefer is coming back to the Cleveland Browns. So, um so absolutely 100 um, percent, you know, this was something that was going to be predicated on being able to get somebody that, you know, that they wanted for that position. And it looks like they have identified Bubba Ventrone. We all remember Bubba from playing here. Uh, great guy, passionate, enthusiastic. I think he would be a great addition uh, if they can land him. Uh, so I think right now they're just working through some issues and hoping that they can get some permission from the Colts to interview him. And then they will go from there. Why do you think it took so long? That's the only question. I, I mean, and was it, were they seriously considering bringing him back or do they want to wait or, cause you know, as well as I do, when someone looks like they're going to get fired, they want to get fired as quick as they can so they could try to find another job. Like, I wonder why this took so long. Well, because as you can see right now is when all the coaching dominoes are really falling. This is now at this time, uh, is when all of the assistants really are switching jobs and, and moving around because the head coaching jobs, uh, you know, have, have been filled now. I mean, you had to get uh, the Colts job filled. You had to get, you know, the Super Bowl had to be played. Uh, then the two coordinators were hired by the Colts and by the Cardinals, and then they need to fill their staffs. And so you wait and see what happens, and, um, you know, that's, that's how it goes. So, so you know, if, if they knew that they weren't going to get – Bubba Ventrone three weeks ago, then, you know, things probably would have been different. Ah, okay. Because I, I was going to say, otherwise, do you think they were cutting him some slack saying, hey, this really isn't working out and we'll give you a chance to go out? I mean, maybe they did him a favor in some ways by saying, no, okay, you, they, yeah, that, that's my other part of it. It's it's more about can you get the guy you want. Gotcha. Is really what it is. Okay. Yeah. 
Okay, so Kevin Stefanski in three years has fired two-thirds of his head honcho assistant coaches, Mary Kay. That, that, that screams he didn't do a good job putting his first staff together if he felt he had to move on from two of his three coordinators. What does it say moving forward about Kevin? We've obviously talked in the past. He's clearly um, in a in a do-well-or-you're-probably-done mode for year number four. But what does the hiring of the coaches say? Well, you know, it, it's not a good sign when you have to shake up your entire coaching staff heading into your fourth NFL season. It's just, it's just not, a, it's not a good look. Um, and, and a critical season know. for you, you know? Yes, absolutely. And it's a function of, obviously, two seasons without the playoffs. But, you know, it, it, it doesn't speak, you know, necessarily stability and continuity. And that's what you were hoping, uh, you know, was going to happen when they hired Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry. So, you know, now here they are having to basically overhaul a staff. When you fire two-thirds of your coordinators, you're overhauling your entire staff. So, um, you know, so that's where they're at right now. And that means that, you know, players are learning new things, that, you know, the defensive guys are going to have to learn an entirely new scheme. Um, You know, even Deshaun Watson, he's going to have a new quarterback's coach. So, you know, it's not like they're going to be starting out the season as a well-oiled machine. But I really think that, you know, obviously, Kevin believed that uh, the best thing for this team uh, was to shake up that staff, to bring in new eyes, to change things, and to bring fresh energy uh, to both the defense and the special teams in particular. Uh, let's talk about Drew Petson going over to Arizona. Your thoughts on that? And what does that mean for the Browns? As I mean, What are they losing here when he goes to Arizona? Well, you know, he, he was a good rising young coach. He's 35 years old. You know, if there had been more of an opportunity for him here, uh, you know, then he wouldn't be gone. But, you know, he's third in line for the play calling here. There's Kevin, and then there's, um, you know, Alex Van Pelt, the offensive coordinator, who at this point is not calling the plays. And so, you know, they're just, the opportunity, you know, for growth and advancement wasn't there for Drew Petzing. I know Kevin Stefanski likes him a lot. Those two are very, very close. And, you know, he sees exactly what Jonathan Gannon sees in Drew Petzing, but there just wasn't the job here for him. And he, you know, leapfrogged over the, uh, you know, uh, you know the, the role for him here and got himself into a play-calling job uh, for this season. So good for him. I think he'll be good at it. And it means the Browns either have to hire a quarterback's coach from outside or from within, or maybe even go without one. I'm not sure what the plan is yet. Yeah, well, I was going to ask, what do you think any of this means for Alex Van Pelt, who is still here as offensive coordinator, does not call plays? Is it surprising that he hasn't received an opportunity to maybe go be somebody else's coordinator where he would call plays, Mary Kay? And does his role change in your estimation? Well, think about it. Look at how long it took Eric the enemy. Look at yeah. how long it took him to go somewhere and get that role. When you're not perceived as the play caller, it is hard to move up. So, um, so yeah, so we'll have to see, you know, where that goes and how that goes. As it stands right now, Kevin Stefanski has every intention of calling the plays again in 2023. Well, Nick Sirianni thought he was going to call the plays in 2022, uh, but then he decided – Uh, to hand that over to Shane Steichen. So you never know how things are going to actually play out. Uh, But but as they head into this season, at least for right now, and we don't know 
where all these staff changes are going just yet. But as of right now, um, Alex Van Pelt is the non-play calling offensive coordinator again. Okay, how excited are you about free agency coming up down the road here? I know Jeff and I were talking about. I, I think free agency for us, without having a first over our first round pick, uh, becomes much greater, and it becomes more exciting. I think. Yeah, I mean, I actually think that you know that whole period, that free agency draft period, it, it's it's exciting to cover it in general. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I always look forward to it. It's. Um, you know, it's a time of change. It's a it's a time of a lot of news, a lot going on. And I think it's an opportunity for the Browns to really add. I think they need to add at least three key pieces to the team. Uh, I think a couple of guys will be gone that, you know, maybe people uh, would like to be, have, you know, remain here. So there will be change. And, um, and I think they'll be aggressive. They're always aggressive. Andrew Berry uh, is an aggressive player. Uh, acquisition personnel exec, and he will go out and he will do whatever it takes to improve this team. I'm just kind of curious as the way this thing's going to kind of settle down, you know. And it's it's weird to me that Kevin has had to, in his mind, let go of two of his three coordinators and guys that he had a past with. Mary Kay is is bringing in guys that he might not have a past with a. And I'm even trying to think of the best way to, to describe it. Is it maybe a fresher look for the entire team to have you know a different set of eyes and a different philosophy on things, or is it a real bad look for Kevin that that this had to be the case? You know what I I, I think he's just I think he's just willing to make changes and and do the hard work that it's going to take to get this team to be where he wanted to be. Of course, everybody wanted it to work out with Mike Prefer and Joe Woods uh, and even, you know, Chris Kiffin, Jeff Howard. You want those things to work out. When they don't, you have to do uh, what it takes. So this is an opportunity for him. He's learned a lot. He's grown a lot in the first three years. Now he knows better about what he needs, what kind of a coordinator he needs. You know, he, he handed the job over to someone with a vast amount of experience in play calling and a strict disciplinarian. You know, and for the defensive roster that he has now, that's what he needs for that side of the ball. So I just think he's learned things, and, you know, it's, it's just a chance for him uh, to kind of hone it and shape it in the way that now uh, is best for him and the team. Uh, Mary Kay, let's just – I kind of want to just look back at the season for a second. Just, you know, what, what's the league learn about themselves going out of last year and going into next year? What kind of changes? I know the commissioner spoke at the Super Bowl – there were some things going on there too. I'm just if you could look into your crystal ball and see if there's any changes for the future for the NFL. What do you see? Well, you know, at, at that um, press conference at the Super Bowl, he really did emphasize expanding the game into Europe. More games in Germany, games coming again in Mexico after this next season, uh, and so there's a big, huge push to make this a global game. And I think they see just immense opportunities for growth all around the world. So, you know, fans should be prepared for plenty more of that. And who knows where that's even going? Maybe they will even try to do another, uh, you know, NFL Europe or something. I I don't know if it'll it'll be that or just playing games all over the world. Um, But travel could be very, very extensive over the next 10 years. And um, and then they're also going to try to really get the whole flag football thing going not just in the United States, but also around the entire world to get uh, people, you know, to get more women involved and girls involved in the game. 
so those are a couple of big initiatives there. But, I mean, the game is nothing but growing. The ratings are, are fantastic. Uh, you know, gambling as a whole new spin on it with, you know, even more eyes and more intense interest in it. So it, it's not going anywhere anytime soon. Mary Kay, I don't know if you happened to catch it or not. It was must-see TV for me. It was the D.C. Defenders against the Seattle Sea Dragons in the XFL. He's wearing his Sea Dragons hat right now. The, so. key thing, <laughs> the key thing for me, Greg Williams, your D.C. of the D.C. Defenders, and Josh Gordon looking pretty good for the Seattle Sea Dragons. Tell, tell, me, tell, tell me Josh is not coming to Cleveland or anywhere else. Is somebody going to give that guy another chance? Somebody might. I mean, if he if he can stay, uh, you know, clean, then you know he's an incredible talent. Sure I, is. How old is he now? By the way, I'm he's, not. Even, I think he's, he's 31 now. I think. Yeah. I think. But you know, I mean, he he doesn't have a lot of tread on the tires, so you know he can he can probably still play a little bit. I don't know. Somebody might give him a chance. I think if they uh, if they really truly believe they can keep keep him on the straight and narrow. He'll be 32 in April. Mary Kay, last question for me. Um, they played the hockey game at the stadium over the weekend. They have 48,000, uh, an incredible crowd for a college hockey game. You know, I know it might have looked a little empty because it's a football stadium, but um, I, just your thoughts on that, the, on the Browns trying to do more things with their stadium? Yeah, I think it's great. I think it's great that they're doing that. Um, I think, um, you know, the Browns and the Greater Cleveland Sports Commission do a fantastic job of, of bringing sporting events uh, to Cleveland, I think that will continue. And I think as we move forward, uh, you know, and there's more talk of a, a renovated stadium or perhaps even a new stadium, uh, you know, and, and a whole new downtown, I think you'll see more and more of these kinds of things. And I think it's wonderful for the city. Mary Kay, thanks. Appreciate your time. Thanks, Mary Kay. Thank you, guys. Mary Kay Cabot, Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com. You can read. Her summation, all of her thoughts on Mike Prefer being removed as special teams coordinator of the Browns. That happened this morning. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.